0: Hey Fadies, thanks for listening to The Fate of Ison. I'm DM Brad and this is Chapter 5, Episode 16. We're at the end of June 2020 and that marks two years of us being a podcast. Woo! Uh, Woo! Yeah, I'm going to insert a trumpet sound there. But I'm also going to keep this part where I talk about inserting a trumpet sound. Happy second birthday, us! Uh, We've had a very fun ride so far with amazing core players, Oliver, Josh, Jules and Jules, as well as incredible guests. Uh, Adam Wright, Alex White-Robinson, Patch Lambert, Irene Cucci, Mel Zimmerman, Craig Savage, Gerard Papu, Daniel John Smith, Robert Baldino and Monty Sampson. Uh, we look forward to many more fantastic gaming moments in the future and we thank you for being here with us. Hopefully you have enjoyed the ride as much as we have. Uh, right, without any further ado, let's jump into the recap. Last time the Apple Squadath crossed a giant crevice only to be attacked by a gargantuan blue bird. Banfor drank the bird's blood while attacking its back, Arcas blasted it with lightning, and Marley dealt it a whopping blow with her Song of Doom. They made camp among the bird's remains, then in the morning finished their journey toward the volcano. As night fell, they reached an obvious entrance on its southwestern face. Where were we? We, you guys had just arrived outside
1: the mount, the volcano, yeah, right? Yeah, we walked around yeah. the other yeah. side.
0: You got, you made it there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And I th- think I described
2: south southwest face of volcano finds entrance to thing with compass to That's what I have written down. Yep. I don't know what that means, but that's what I have written.
0: That's yep. <laughs> T- okay. To <Timotangi>. <laughs> is today for beginning. Yeah.
2: Mm. nice nice i like it and i think you should (laughs)
0: start
2: tell us stuff like that definitely on the podcast people love that shit
0: i well the thing is every every time i give you a name for something it's 99 percent of the time a uh a non-english word that that holds the meaning for the thing
2: (laughs) i know that But I think we forget to like tell the listeners
0: that, you know? (sighs) Like the Empress's name, not that it matters because she's really Gillif, was her, her, the human name she was using was Tajna, which is like Slovakian for secret or something like that. Nice. Nice.
1: We should just, we should just make sure that we do um, knowledge checks every time we encounter a person (laughs) and be like, do, do I know the secret behind their name? (laughs) <laughs>
2: roll. <laughs> roll I want to know if I know a language other than the one in Eisen. Uh, I just said if I can figure out what this is suddenly I know Russian and I know that this means <laughs> no, no it's, uh, it's
1: a loan word right I don't know the <laughs> language but I did live next to a nice little old Russian lady growing up so I, I rolled and I have the knowledge
3: <laughs> nice hey, well, oh. well, oh, hello I got a fancy new car. Fun fact everyone.
2: Wow. Nice!
3: Drove down to Auckland to grab the little thing. What breed? Uh, it's a 2018 Mazda CX-5 um, and it has 6000 Ks on the clock and it does everything automatically and I love it. Very nice. Saved my life twice on the drive back today so that's fun.
0: <laughs> cool, do you guys want to uh, jump into where we were? It's been a few weeks. Yes. Sorry,
3: was that what we were gonna wait and do a thing?
0: No.
2: Are we gonna Are we gonna introduce ourselves? Because I feel like we haven't done that in a while.
0: And that's the beginning of the episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do, you,
2: do you like how I, that's how I made Marley go away?
0: <laughs> yep. Introduce yourselves, ding dongs.
2: Hey! Introduce yourself. I said hey. <laughs>
3: Goddamn time!
0: Uh, I'm Nio, uh, I'm a turquoise-skinned goblin, I'm a sea captain, don't really have any experience beyond that, but I'm, I'm, I'm here with positivity, and I'm looking after some mice. Where would they be without me? They're probably in exactly the same predicament, but without a goblin friend.
3: Well, howdy, partners. It's your old um, pal, Banfor. This is the voice I do all the time. I'm a big old barracuda of a barbarian, and I'm just here to spread some love and friendship. What a time to be alive, darn tootin'.
0: That's how Banff always sounds, right?
3: I can get used to it if it isn't, because that is now how that's happening. For the rest of time Im- Im- immaterial? Immemorial.
0: Immemorial.
3: Immemorial. 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 Fucking well, oh, I'm a mori curse to my old voice, because that's how it's happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I've changed.
2: What is happening today? Everything. <laughs> <sighs> well, hey, I'm Jules. I play Marley Craft. Uh, saxophone, bard, with a little bit of ranger in her, uh, and a giant flying wolf.
0: Also in her. Uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no... <laughs> Be, be, decide, decide, learn your prepositions, Brad
1: <laughs> uh, Plus, everyone knows Marley's on top of of the wolf, which is riding him um, I, Not much I'm...
2: better <laughs>
1: <laughs> What, you don't like a doggy style? I, I don't know how to stop
0: <laughs> That's what Marley said <laughs>
1: Title of my sex tape Alright. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Hi, hi. I'm Arcus, and I'm I'm a cloud that likes to hug, but also I'm a demon. Are demons evil? I don't know. Let's find out. Boom. There it is. And, and,
2: and, and your jewels, too. Oh, yeah. Like I'm, not jewels, too, but, like, jewels also.
1: Also. Also. <laughs> also jewels. Um. <laughs> but only on weekdays.
0: Um right okay and i'm the dm my name is brad um shut so up, brad it's been Please oh here spell. we go again here we go again bullying brad part two the remix bullying um brad
1: too.
3: it's only part one brother part one never stopped
1: <laughs> <laughs> there aren't even any
3: chapters it's just one long run-on sentence <laughs> <Just Brad-like. laughs>
0: so if y'all are done being silly billies um, Never. Last ah. time, we uh, fought a giant bird, like a monstrously gargantuan bird that flew out of a crevice or crevasse, crevice, crevasse. I don't know. I, I thought it was a
1: ravine.
0: A ravine, crack in the ground, <laughs> it's big old. Pronounced ravine. Big old,
1: ravine.
0: <laughs> big old crack in
2: the Ravine.
3: I swear, I, prom- I promise you that there are at least six people in my city called Ravine or Ravine. <laughs> and there are, there are additional flicks on every single vowel and probably an extra Y.
2: <laughs> Look, it's just a ground crack, okay?
0: <laughs> yep, big old crack in the ground.
2: Fancy words, yep. it's a ground crack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a giant fuck-off bird flew out of it and fought you guys. Banfor rode on its back and drank its blood. Um, sure, fucking did. Which yeah. resulted in him having a very bad night afterwards of um, watery shits all night, so he didn't get any rest. Um, Got the hot snacks. Yeah, so in the, in this fight, you'll work together to take it down. Um, Banfor on its back, um, Arcus successfully hitting it with lightning, and uh, Mali did a song of doom, and it worked
2: finally finally got to use it and i didn't even get that excited about when it worked and i thought about that afterwards and i was like i should have been over the moon about
0: that (laughs) yeah song of doom man it's a force to be reckoned with um hell yeah you spent the night sleeping in in or near its corpse the bird's corpse and um then in the morning you finished the journey to towards the volcano which um you Using the compass orb determined is this Timatanga that you're going towards and you went around to its southwestern face uh, where you saw the entrance to something as night is beginning to fall. Um, so you're currently on sort of, so at the base of this volcano a sort of desert-ish type terrain. Um, nighttime is coming, Banffor is not rested at all. Um, and to describe this entrance it's like a big carved out chunk of the volcano at its base and it's lined with two rows of gigantic ornate stone pillars that sort of form a a path leading down to a large rectangular opening into the mountain Um, and just for the briefest of seconds as you arrive you all three of you uh, and Hodge and Nio all see um, a, a figure standing in front of this entrance like a, a human from this distance you could figure it's either a human or humanoid at least uh, but then they sort of see you and then a portal appears and the person disappears they step into the portal I go Dreyfoy! Dreyfoy! and it just echoes DREFOR? 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 oh
1: oh 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 <laughs>
0: Intriguing.
3: Uh, Bamfor is going to be dragging his feet somewhat, as he's pretty stuffed. Um, Am I right in thinking that I do have full hit points, though?
0: You have full hit points, um, but you... Out of luck, out of rage. Yeah, out of luck, out of rage. You spent a lot of hit dice, healing hit dice, to get Mm -hmm. back those hit points. You you didn't get Um, a full rest.
3: And second mechanical question. Um, My spooky boy... Yep. Is that daily or rest-based?
0: That's, um, that's daily.
3: Okay. So I'd have to wait for midnight?
0: Um, no, you've you used it the day before. This this day you've just spent walking.
3: Oh, right, okay.
0: So I guess the... So Portal the...
3: appears, Portal disappears. Yep. We are at Kraken Mountain.
0: Yep, so the, the, this all happened sort of at a, a distance of about 200 feet. So just you saw him by the entrance and then he disappeared Um, surveying
3: the general area um, is there any sort of areas that uh, whatnots or hooja could be hiding away outside of our view
0: oh absolutely like there could be anything in in the desert sands that you're standing on Um, there could be creatures in and amongst the lines of pillars and of course you can't see what's inside the large rectangular door of the mountain there could be like anything in the darkness
3: and the door's about 200 feet Yay!
0: Repeat,
2: yep. let's go <laughs>
0: yeah so <laughs> really your your question here is do you rest or and if so where or do you yeah head on in but it's all entirely up to you i've given you the situation
3: um bam for to do with the rest, but there's no man's fool, um, so he's going to uh, trudge about eighty feet closer and just buff a brick down the down the entrance.
0: Okay, so you just walk at, like eighty feet down the path of pillars. Correct. Okay, and just chuck a brick, and yeah, it goes a fair distance, and then it just clatters to the ground and echoes a little bit and there's nothing in response
3: Did it go through the entranceway?
0: Um, let's see, that would mean if you went 80 feet closer, it's 120 feet away, you can't throw half bricks 120 feet
3: Um, I can throw javelins 120 feet
0: That's a good point <laughs> That is a good point <laughs> I'd, say atle- I'd say, okay, roll me an athletics check
3: Okay, that's fair, also
0: You're also very, very tired
3: So you want disadvantage on that?
0: Mm, okay if you insist
3: <laughs> cool it's either a 24 or a 13 so it's going to be a 13
0: okay uh yeah you, you toss it most of the way it doesn't quite make it to the door but yeah it as i said it, it hits the ground clatters echoes a little bit uh, but there's nothing happening in response
3: hmm uh Bamful looks at marley and Arcus. <laughs>
2: Molly looks a little beat up. She's still suffering headpoint damage, apparently.
0: No, you you had a full rest, and then a, just a day of walking. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Nio, I... Nio just says, "Um, you saw that person, right? It was a person."
3: What, what? There was no person, Nio. Don't be crazy.
0: Oh, not this again. This is what happened with the frog on the beach.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Mm, yep. Okay. Are we? uh are we going in there? Seriously?
2: That looks spooky. We, uh, Molly pulls out the dagger and says, "You don't have to." And twirls it a little bit. <laughs> no, no, no,
3: no, I mean, I, I would. Come on now. I mean, somebody has to go through the door first. So, I mean. Let's not, let's not look, you know, gift goblins in the mouth. What do you mean? I mean nothing at all. Don't say a word.
0: Argus, what does he mean? Ah, hmm. Words are hard
1: to understand sometimes. (sighs) A very
3: ecumenical answer. Fantastic.
0: (laughs) What kind of avoidance bullshit is that?
2: (laughs) Just, um, before we... Go anywhere. I just wonder whether we shouldn't ask what we might be walking into, because totally Molly. Yeah, totally Molly is thinking this, but completely by herself. And Jules isn't caving to the intense pressure from the Discord to open Hades' <laughs> locker at all. That's not what's happening right now at all. At all, that's not. Um,
1: during Marley's this... just real
2: smart and thinks about opening <laughs> the
1: door. I guess. Oh yeah.
3: During this um, area of exposition, uh, would it be a good idea that we we consult um, our, our oracle during some sort of camping and or rest?
2: I mean sure. It wouldn't hurt to actually think about what we're about to do instead of just doing it. I mean it's very out of character for the Apple Squatter to do that. But... (laughs) Maybe... (laughs) Maybe we could do something Uh. new. (laughs) And do some research. Well, we either
1: go in and we fight something or we stay out here and get a rest or fight something. So we might as well fight a rest for you. I think
2: yeah, I think I think if you need the rest, dude, like, let's just do that. And we'll all take points of exhaustion before too long anyway. Well, like, so...
3: I, I haven't used all my rages, but, like, if I'm going to be pulling, um, like, any uh, disadvantage off of, like, strength and things check, then we're going to yeah. have trouble with puzzles. Um, exactly,
2: exactly. So, it. yeah, no. 100%. Who
3: knows what we might see camping out here.
1: maybe we'll see a growing friendship (laughs) maybe the real the real treasure was the friendship that we found along the way guys
3: turns out it wasn't (laughs) it was real treasure
1: oh that's even better
3: Um, cool so we we pitch a little uh, pitch a little camp uh, amongst the columns
2: yeah I, I reckon I agree with that
3: yeah are okay. we immediately attacked by a column snake? <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, no, so the... Um, okay, so do you all sleep? Do, does everybody sleep, or do you take turns at watch? Uh,
2: bamful yes.
3: does. He's had the squirts for a long time.
0: Okay, Banfford just goes to uh, like it. I'm dude, watch. <laughs> no,
2: no, Banfford can go to sleep. That's fine. Because, um, like... We've got Hodge too so Hodge could take a watch yeah and then we wouldn't have to you know yeah you know what I mean
0: yeah
2: okay cool um but before that happens I do absolutely open the lockout <laughs> because I think people in discord how our, our beautiful beautiful fadies might actually murder me if I don't do it soon. <laughs>
0: Um, okay, so you open the Dusty Dimension Locker, <laughs> <laughs> um, and for comedic effect, it
2: creaks
0: open, because it's been a while.
1: <laughs> Whoa, <Nair? laughs>
0: Um And you get a string of messages from hey Det, um that I won't run through, because it's a lot. <laughs> it's like weeks worth of stuff. Aww.
3: Do
2: them all. all. This is for the fadies, Brad. This is for them.
0: They're not I haven't written them down, they're just like him (laughs) warning you about things that you're about to do and they're all things that (laughs) have happened now. (laughs) So he's he basically summarizes your your events, but he told you about them before they happened. I love a good story. (laughs) A bedtime story about the things that we've been through.
2: Yeah, that sounds great.
0: It's, it's stuff like, um, uh. There's a giant shark that's heading your way. You might want to prepare for that. And. That village you're coming upon is called Duskmire. It's been abandoned for a long time because of these bat like creatures that come at night. Don't stay there!
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're great, hate it. <laughs>
0: There's an Eton causing a stampede of furbirds. They're coming your way right now. You should probably get out of the way. And if you talk to the Etons, they're actually quite nice. Their names are Pete and Tim, and they know all about Timatanga. They could tell you a lot of information. But then again, <laughs> so could I if you ever open this fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then, here's a, little, here's a little nugget of something, though. Whoa! I haven't seen one of those birds for—I don't even know how long. Fifteen thousand years? It—I didn't think they were still around. In fact, they probably shouldn't be. Something's very wrong.
2: Uh oh. Oh wait, fuck.
1: Did we kill it? Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> no, no, but that's kind of fine because how long's the brute wall been up, Brad?
1: Do we just destroy an endangered species, though?
2: No, we may have destroyed something that was trapped behind a giant wall that was designed to trap things that would kill everybody in Aizen behind so that we all don't die.
0: Marley, roll an intelligence check. <laughs> or history. Uh,
2: plus four. So 19
0: yeah you remember for, for history. You remember being told by um, either Haydet or Gillif, I can't remember which one gave you the rundown on what the brute wall actually is. But it's been up for about that length of time.
1: Oh fuck
0: Marley remembers this... that. <laughs> um, and then and she
2: gets a crushing wave of guilt at the same time
0: the um what should we call it the something something the uh the locker goes quiet for uh, like a fair few seconds like there were pauses and then you'll probably reach timatanga by sundown um I, i i don't really like what you're gonna find please open the locker sometime soon and talk to me well i guess if you're hearing this you have say hello so i know you're there
2: and, yeah, and Marley's already said, FUUUUUUUUUCK! <laughs> so he's definitely heard that.
0: <laughs> There's no need for a profanity, Marley. I'm here. Hi, Arcus. Hello. Locker man.
1: <laughs> How's the weather? Haha <laughs> That's so original. That's, that's good. Uh, you know what? You should you should make like a tablet and like stone that down <laughs> keep an eye on that one that's a good one
0: i'm working on my tight five <laughs> <laughs> i've got a spot coming up at, at an open mic pertain my owl is, is the mc <laughs> and then yeah the locker falls quiet
1: well i'm glad he told us about his comedy hobby <laughs> It would make sense that a literal god, you know, would want to go up on stage and talk about themselves.
3: God complex. You would have one, wouldn't you? You would. Probably have a god simple, to be honest.
2: (laughs) hate it. That's all very nice hen stuff. But are you trying to tell me the brute wall's down?
0: A few seconds passes for that to go into the void. Then it comes back going, Um, yeah, uh, about that, yes. So, um, I mean, you've already encountered two things that have come out from, uh, well, yeah, uh, the world is in for some shit.
2: Did we take too long, Hader? Hey could we have stopped this?
0: Well... I'm not really sure if you could have stopped it. Uh, was that Drafer kid? Oh, we he just left.
3: Does anyone, and I'm not naming names here, remember when some person said that we should- I was literally
2: waiting for you to say that!
3: Look, I've been pro-murder of every child that we have met, and so far they have done nothing but fuck us over. All I'm saying is, if and when the world doesn't end, Just wholesale it. Day one, rewrite. (laughs) Okay? That's it. That's all. Because that little fuck, on record.
0: Well, unfortunately, without wielders like Drafer, the world would probably end anyway.
3: How's it going so far with them?
2: (laughs) That's not true. Kalani's around. Mully doesn't say that.
0: (laughs) I mean, if you asked if there are other wielders around, he would tell you.
3: What an interesting thing to be directed
0: towards. You you have right now an open audience with the God of Knowledge.
3: Well, can we get someone like him to kill him?
0: Uh, Unfortunately, we can't really intervene in that kind of way. I could send Zero to... Well, at least meet with Drafer, but to be honest, that boy's scary powerful. Until he runs out of raw magic, that is.
3: And when, pray, charts uh, what would, uh, would that be?
0: Well, he can't have much left. He's probably using the last of it now before the surge arrives. Because he's gonna get probably more powerful than me after it does. Good. So
2: when it, when, how far away is the surge? We've been hearing it's been coming any day now for two years. <laughs> Not two years. <laughs> That's Jill's saying two
0: it, years. It's hard to say. It will definitely be this year, sixteen hundred AC. But really, it's up to the the whims of Krover, the the god who makes it. Well, well can we can talk we, to him? Yeah. yeah. Can we kill him? Or. Is- well, that's kind of what the gods are hoping to do. Oh, cool.
3: Awesome. <laughs> Which ones?
0: All of them. That's. Oh, awesome. There are 12 gods, including Krover, And, Well, basically, we're fed up. We want to get rid of him. It's going it to take. It
3: does say you feel an inefficient system,
0: doesn't it? It's going to take. To wipe com... out
2: the world, yeah.
0: The combined. <laughs> it's going to take the combined strength of all the rest of the 11 of us just to hold him at a certain level of power, and hold him in one place at one time, so a select group of mortals could travel to him and try and kill him then and there.
3: Well, best of luck to those dickheads, um, oh, couldn't imagine it myself.
2: Bamfor
3: Well, I'm rushed I mean, off my feet!
2: We started this!
3: We didn't start this, the gods started this.
0: Well. For it's funny you say because Sorgamol actually has a different plan for you.
3: Oh, cool! What's that? I don't know. Oh, well. Suppose you
2: have to talk to Sorgamol.
3: Yeah, but how do you find the
2: cunt? You know? What? <laughs> <laughs> you ca- are you calling a little girl a cunt?
3: Well, it's just, you know, one anthropomorphisation of, of an otherwise uh, indigent godhead, you know? I mean, uh, oh God. I mean, I wouldn't mind being called that if I was, you know,
0: Death Incarnate. You almost are, you cunt.
3: Hey, see? <laughs> Got Not him. a moment of issue there with that particular descriptor.
2: I mean, Jules has an issue with that, but sure... <laughs>
3: Hey, look, God seed it.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Uh... What was I going to ask? Oh, um, how many gods are connected to the world now?
0: All of them, except for, um, Kashtar, at, at, at the present time, but we're working on that.
2: So is that all you need to be able
0: to stop him? Once Kashtar comes on board, then all the Eleven will be able to get together and formulate our plan. At the moment, the best idea we've got is that at the exact point the surge arrives, if we use that that burst of power coming in and forming a channel into the world to maybe send some mortals out of the world, maybe they can meet Krover face to face. But if those mortals ever return, well, this has never been done before, so... We don't know if there is a return.
2: Right.
3: So, more specifically, that spooky door over there, what's popping?
0: Well, that's the entrance to Timatunga. It's kind of the, uh, the spiritual resting place of Krover. Um, the... It's where... Crover's offshoots, uh, Anfer and, and Gillif. I believe you've met Gillif. Mm-hmm. Um, where every time they die, this is where they're reborn, in whatever form they take.
2: I was hoping to get to Gillif before she did this.
0: Well, unfortunately, my powers don't extend to being able to see what's inside there. That's, that's Crover's domain.
2: So what you're saying is, is we have to go in there to see if Gilliff still survived?
0: Unfortunately, yes. I can't tell you anything about it. If I knew, I'd tell you.
3: Do you have any magic dealies or whatnots? What might be of assistance in this particular
0: paradigm uh, thing? I'll whip something up.
3: Please, I mean, please do. Well, you until the
0: next session and he'll have a sweet item for you
3: <laughs> hell man if it could be something that stops me getting taken advantage of because of my dumb brain always appreciate it.
2: some no, sort of lemon
3: filled helmet
2: <laughs> don't, don't do that that's the only way I beat him
3: <laughs> that and your insane charisma
2: Um. Okay, that was a lot it That was, was a lot. lot of That was a lot of information Okay, Molly turns around to Hader As she's processing and she's like Oh Hader, have you met new Hodge by the way?
0: I have And Sorghumul's pretty pissed off about that But I think he's <laughs> a good boy
2: <laughs> I turn around to Hodge And I give him like, you know like the double Like jowl kind of scratch where uh, i'm just the like yeah <laughs> and i'm like that's right you're my good boy <laughs> <laughs> cool so uh back i hate it um <laughs> anybody got anything else they want to ask it
1: uh yeah Senior can i the- uh, well, so so, do we need to get the other god on board? Is that what needs to happen then? Is that the next
0: step? Because there are the yeah. Um, well, yeah. I think I think. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're answering. Sorry,
2: it. I was going to say. I was just going to say. I think the next next step, the direct one now, is get rid of Gellif, so right. she can't cause any more problems, basically, than yeah. she already has. Because
1: um, what did what did she do what is Who is?
2: okay so, what is... so yeah this this all happened before you kind of came on okay or, good i, I was like know, did okay. something
1: happen and i didn't remember it and now i'm just being a really bad teammate no like, no no no, gonna... no get me up no. to speed what's going on who's no 100
2: yes so she was the empress basically of like um arcvale you know the people that we were in the resistance against uh-huh. So Agfael had kind of forcibly taken over Aizen. She was sort of in charge of all of that. We were ah. in the resistance trying to beat her back. Rah rah, rah. She ended up meeting with Marley and basically being like, "So I need you to kill me." And Mali was like, "Don't have a problem with that because you're the leader of like mm. everything I hate." So oh, and
1: that was to get back to here, so she could release.
2: So essentially, she dies. So it's your she fault. gets reborn. <laughs> the brute wall comes down. That's why Marley's having a crisis right now. Because it's her her fault. She didn't know that, like, she was, like, Gilef and what that meant. Well, she kind of knew, but, like, didn't understand all of what it meant. So if you kill her here? Does she just come back again?
1: Or or is there a more permanent way to kill her? Well,
2: (sighs) yeah.
0: Well, that's just the thing. Gilef has always been. And, well, by the rules of her or its biology, it will always be, as long as there's a Krover. That's why we want to get rid of Krover, to get rid of her.
1: So we don't kill her now?
2: Or do we get Anfer on board somehow? I'm kind of hoping... Because like, cause, Gillif and Amphar are like opposites. From my understanding. Yes. And if they both came from Krover, then... Potentially I don't know.
0: Kill Crover, you kill both sisters.
3: Ooh, one of them three for the prize of one thing, eh
2: <clears throat> Yeah, and if this temple is like the heart of Krover, mm-hmm. that's I was it was where I was hoping to find Gilliff and stop the whole brute wall coming down thing, but that's not a thing. That's happened. Um Ironically, like, uh, my other character in the other campaign probably helped that happen somehow because to take down the Brute Wall, you have to have dragon blood and a wielder. And my character in the other game that runs alongside this one, called Surge, is actually dragon blooded. So, fun. Uh, so, I'm double to blame for this happening, basically. <laughs>
1: Okay, so what's so what do what should we what 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 are we
2: just as a fair warning too we do know that dragons potentially um were held behind the brute wall too so there may or may not be dragons in the world now well Um, look
1: we've already done some dungeons
2: um but people in people in Aizen don't actually believe dragons exist because they haven't existed for 15,000 years so
1: I don't know that though, I'm a cloud demon.
2: Yeah. I don't <laughs> I know what happens in like all the time. demon world. You know, like what you see up there compared to what's happening down on Ice. I Arcus, don't know. Is, yeah, Arcus I looked up like, at a cloud.
0: Yeah. Arcus has seen cloud demons. Oh cloud dragons and stuff. Yeah, cloud dragons. Mm. Cool.
2: Yeah. 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 Okay. So I think that's you pretty much caught up in Great. terms of all the craziness. So I guess then we're here because this is Krover's, like, heart place. So if this surge is going to happen and we're going to get sent, well, somebody's going to get sent to deal with it, then maybe this
0: would be the best place to be when that happens? Yeah, for, as a DM, to be honest, you don't really know why you're here other than Queen Shan was basically given instruction to tell you to come here. Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: Which which Marley was fine with, because potentially this is where Gilleth might have been. You know?
1: But now we know that we can't kill Gilleth until we kill Crover.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And to kill Crover, we need all of the gods on our side for it? To yeah. To do a thing? Yep,
0: you could kill okay, Gilleth, so, uh, but she'll just keep coming back. Yeah. Right.
1: As, so as so enough- do we go in and <laughs> do something, or do we leave? by
0: <laughs> Kill her by yourself a couple of weeks. Of no krill of Uh, no guilt and then keep coming back and doing that
2: (laughs) rinse and repeat um as another side note uh (laughs) i actually know that cash is sorted technically not at this point but it will be Uh, actually no
0: jeff and simon weren't the whole the whole equation
2: there's Uh, there's another factor okay cool because jeff and simon did a whole lot of work to help with that and the little kid friendly Mm. podcast that we have
0: cute yeah yeah. Okay. So this conversation's all happening before you sleep for the night.
2: Well yeah, it kinda has to, doesn't it?
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Good.
3: So we sleep great.
2: <laughs> yeah, roll for bad dreams. Play- the, <laughs> give me give me a bad dreams table. Plagued yeah, Played
0: no, with, impending played with fear and doubt. Um yeah, uh, roll a d100. You everyone? Yeah, why not?
3: God damn.
2: Uh-huh, I rolled an 82.
0: Okay. I rolled...
3: a 9.
0: Okay, for you sleep like a log. Good. Needed it. I got 72 okay um jd and oh so Arcus and marley you both have dreams that have like you have the same dream but you don't know that you won't know that un- unless you discuss it um of just like lots of clashing colors and sort of like individual colors smashing at each other 12 colors in fact like bombarding each other um and one is like glowing purple and it sort of seems to be the one telling you a story like the the glowing purple colour is like the main player in this scene that, of just colours bashing into each other and then you wake up in the morning fully rested
2: mm. so do can, I know who's purple? can I have like roll a religion check to see if I know?
0: yeah I mean if you think that would be something to do with religion then certainly, by all means. Could I roll a history check as well?
2: Yeah. Well, it just, it seems likely because we're talking about gods,
0: right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Do you say that as a player, though, <laughs> with meta knowledge?
2: Well, I mean, sure, but yeah. I mean, she was just talking to hate it before bed, so it kind of makes sense.
0: It's like eating cheese.
2: Yeah, like, don't talk to Hedek before bed, or you're going to dream about gods. <laughs> like, yeah. um, I rolled a 17, by the way.
0: Okay, yeah, you you get the impression that this is, you know, you were just talked talk to about 12 gods, and so there were 12 colours all bashing at each other, um, and you figured that there was prob- the dream was probably representative of that, um, but you couldn't make sense of why one of them was sort of glowing brighter than the others, and it was purple
2: what's your history t- turn out like?
0: I got a thirteen. So. Yeah, well, you don't know anything about the history of Ison. You come from a different realm, um, <laughs> but your realm is of a few of Ison's gods, um, Tritora, and I think we decided. Which one was it? Was it life or chaos? Um. Mm. I feel like they're they're both big possibilities. I don't know okay yeah mainly tratora either way but um yeah yeah so the dream doesn't mean anything to you it's just colors
1: cool great i had the best dream last night (laughs) really i was just it was it was real bright and 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 i swear to god i saw like a color i've never seen before
2: Molly is not her usual self as she's walking around the campsite this morning. Like, she still got up early, and she still fed Hodge and, like, packed down her tent and stuff. Like, she's still done all of that, like, busy work, but she's not, like, singing away to herself while she's doing it this morning.
3: Yeah, We've woken up in, sort of, the gooch area of Satan. <laughs> like, we're directly adjacent to the butthole of Satan.
1: Satan's pussy.
3: Satan's the puss area.
0: <laughs> Episode title:
3: <laughs> Satan's the Puss. Um, so I, I imagine we we break a fairly uh, fairly speedy camp um, and sort of just get ready for the day we know is about to happen.
2: Mm, yeah, I think so.
3: It's probably not going to be cool, but it might be exciting. <laughs>
0: Uh, hey everyone, Dean and Brad here, uh, cutting in with a confession to all you lovely fadies. Uh, the recording finished there, but the game didn't. We kept going, even when the technology demons took it from us. Uh, you hear that, hey, Haydet? You can't stop us, you annoying nerd. Uh, so in lieu of hearing how it actually went down, uh, here is a high energy recap of what the technology demons tried to hide from you, featuring uh, voices by my amazing wife, Mel Zimmerman. Okay, here we go. The Apple Applesquadeth entered through the large rectangular opening in the volcano, and into a dark stone corridor. Arcus said,
2: Swipe my body, shine my light!
0: Casting the light spell on themselves and becoming a torch to ward off the ancient gloom. The corridor opened up into a large circular dome chamber. With Arcus and Marley's dark vision, they determined there were four exits the one through which they just entered, let's call it 6 o'clock, and open rectangular doorways at 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and 9 o'clock positions. Arcus noted that the walls were covered with carved symbols and words in Celestial, all of which say things like, Power is everything. Power is everything. There is naught but power. There is naught but power. Power is the one true God.
3: Power is the one true God
0: and other pro-power propaganda. Banfor said, Uh, I've got an idea. before snatching Nio from Hodge's back and tying a 50-foot rope to the poor scared goblin. No, no, why are you doing this? Banfor swung her around in a widening arc. Ah, ah, ah. He hurled her straight ahead and she landed with a thump on the hard stone in front of what looked like an open doorway, but upon inspection was actually a black slab of stone with two small circular indentations on its face. Nayo got pulled back, nursing her bruises. Banffor, still holding the rope, said, I'm gonna do that again. No! Why is nobody helping me? Ah! 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 Banfor threw the goblin to the right, and Marley reflexively touched Nao's leg and cast Bravery to grant five temporary hit points as she soared past. Naio's flung body disappeared through the three o'clock doorway, and the rope went taut. When Banfor pulled Naio back, he noticed his victim was clearly bumping and thumping as if coming up a flight of stairs. She returned unconscious. Arcus ran over, concerned.
2: Oh my god, is rain okay?
0: and fetched Rain the mouse, who was intact, but shaken up. Marley said,
2: Uh, I guess I'll heal
0: her or whatever. Placing her hands on Nio, who awoke muttering, delirious, and in a state of shock. Stairs. Rope. Why? Banffor approached the 9 o'clock doorway and threw a glowing stone into the darkness. It bounced down, down, down a long narrow stone staircase until it disappeared from view. The squadeth waited and listened but heard no stirring or movement in response. Realising that their options were stairs to the left, stairs to the right and a solid stone slab straight ahead, they opted to choose a stairwell at random and began heading down the stairs to the right. They travelled down for a few hundred feet and came to a slightly smaller circular stone room with a glowing orange pile of something in the middle. It gave off considerable heat, and Banford tried to use it to light a cigarette. Uh Uh-oh, he said as the pile shook and fell apart, revealing it to be six small magma creatures who didn't seem too happy about being disturbed. Dungeon Alert! Dungeon Alert! We've been playing Dungeons and Dragons for two years, and there's finally a dungeon! Huzzah! Will they also be dragons? You'll have to wait and see. Uh, hey, big thank yous to our awesome Patreon supporters, Alex White Romerson, Person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldina from Not Quite Heroes Podcast, Aaron Kucci Laura, Kristen Goodwin, James Blices from Wheel of Woe Podcast, Siger Hodgkins, Laura Douglas Melzig, Rodraf Mata, Sam Malcolm from Typo Tales, Kyran Faus, Lauren Blake Kaid, Lavrianna Kavalzak, Kim with from the Dice Cop, Ben Edwards, Victoria, Gavin Porter, Daniel Nickel from the Happy Go Lucky Podcast, KP and Squish. <sighs> ah. We couldn't make the show without your support, and we really appreciate having you on the team. Uh, as always, don't forget to uh, get in touch with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitch, wherever you want to try and do the hellos. Uh, those are pretty much all at Fate of Eisen, uh, or you can email fateofeysen at gmail.com. Or jump on over to Discord to uh, chat with us about whatever. There's a link to the Discord on our website, All Alrighty, see you next time everyone. Thanks for listening.
3: Cash dang it!
0: What is the filthin?
3: Well, Tommy, I just got done listening to the Roleplaying Guys podcast. And? It was painfully informative. All they do is talk about games I've never heard of. What do you mean? Well, every season they take a new TTRPG and they playtest it, like I just listened to the season where they play Corporea.
0: Oh, you mean the awesome cyberpunk game set in the corporate-controlled future?
3: Yeah, that's the one.
0: Ah, and they
3: also played this game called Numenera.
0: That's the one about the post-apocalyptic future where a ton of knowledge has been lost but ancient technology is being found,
3: right? Yes, and Wrath and Glory, have you ever heard of that? Of course, I love
0: Warhammer 40k.
3: Jeez, you sure know a lot of these games.
0: I sure do, but I haven't had the time and my adventuring party hates testing out new games.
3: I guess you might like the show. All I know is I'm tired of learning all these new games.
0: Thanks, I'll have to check them out. If Tommy sounds like you,
3: a passionate game lover looking for the next game to try out, you are sure to love the Roleplaying Guys podcast. Every week they come out with a new episode, and every season it's a new game. They test out new games so you don't have to. If you sound more like Filson, stay as far away from this podcast as possible. You might inadvertently come across a new game that you'll love, and you'll have to learn all about it. The Roleplaying Guys is a Necropoticon show.
0: Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce? Easy
1: to listen.